0: Welcome, everybody, to Beyond the Rules. I'm your host, Steven Batista. This episode will be a little different because we're not going to waste any time on bridging the gap between sports. We're going to get right into football, and I don't really know much about it, so I brought in some experts. You'll recognize this guy, the handsome Honduran, Mr. Carlos Domo, and another trusted source that I know we both look up to in different ways. As When I talk to him about baseball and other stuff, I felt the, the, the expertise, and I know, Carlos, you've looked up to him in, in football so much, so we're bringing in the big guns, Mr. Will Jeffries. How are you guys doing? Will, we'll start with you. Good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm the point person today. I, I I really want everybody who who's excited about the football season in many ways to get the expertise that you guys have to offer on officiating because as somebody who tried it and shied away from it, as soon as I tried, it, I was like, oh, I don't know how to do it. I'm excited to be almost like a lay person here. And Carlos, how are you doing?
1: <laughs> Fantabulous. Happy to be back and getting my brain assimilated to uh, sports, but but more for this topic today. Getting back to uh, football.
0: Well, to pull the curtain back, uh, Carlos has been inundated with a lot of sports right now. He's got wrestling, soccer, football, and you know real volleyball estate.
1: and volleyball oh and real estate and getting volley all free. the
0: sports back and forth too. That's you know, it. Like, boop, boop,
1: boop, boop, boop. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's interesting time right now.
0: How does he do it?
1: <laughs> uh, I gotta figure that out. Taking one uh, day at a time, one play at a time. And know, somebody's looking
2: forward to December. That's for sure.
0: That's like the only break you get, right? No. What is this longest stretch of uh, non-officiating you get, Carlos? What few months? What
1: month? Uh, After wrestling season. So somewhere in in March, we may have a a, a two-week break, maybe. Maybe. Um, Although two seasons ago, I went literally from working the National uh, Preparatory Championships uh, the finals on the Saturday and that next Sunday I was on a baseball field so yeah so that there goes maybe maybe March so but, if, uh if Christ, if
0: Christ didn't have a birthday you would not have two weeks off yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's let's get into football uh and like I said uh I did try um and I mentioned it on the last talking shop episode um I, I should looked up his name um the assigner for catholic schools he he's like the, the whoever the psal guy is he does catholic school maybe they do it by borough. i don't know but um i went to the classes and i was gung-ho about it i i was only recently an official at that point i had only been wrestling like three years at that and maybe baseball too so i was uh i was just trying to get all the hats i could you know on my head and i i realized as much as i do love football as an observer. Uh, I, I consider it my favorite sport to watch. I don't think there's anything better than red zone on a Sunday afternoon. But as I was going through the classes and officiating, especially had recently gone through classes to learn baseball, softball, and and wrestling, I was like, oh, I, I didn't have the same passion that I immediately felt for those sports. And it, it was good that I had that so I could really compare and contrast my my willingness to do it. And the difficulty also made me shy away too, truth be told. So without getting to the origin stories of how you got from where you are to from where you started with football to now, but let's go will well, how you navigated and uh, what would be something that you, if you were to explain to somebody like me who was in that class, knowing the aptitude that I might have to want to continue in, in, in it, how would you sort of make it more of a layman or or, or just be more explanatory to a beginner about it?
2: Well, I've always thought that it takes five years to really get good or comfortable at any sport in terms of learning your mechanics, learning your rules. So I try, every anytime I try to pick up a new sport, I always give myself five years. Football for me was easier because I played football collegially also. So in that respect, I was probably more into the football than I am. Baseball. Well, football in the beginning football,
0: is... there's more schemes, you know, like there's the the alignment is more dynamic than baseball. Really the the positions they don't move as much. You I feel like you have to Well you have to football, anticipate more. With
2: football, you have more positions, number one. So there's a lot more to learn that way. Number two, you have to cut the fan off and just treat it as it is what it is. If you try to worry about what the teams are doing, you're going to get yourself jammed up.
0: Cut the fan off. You know. What, what does that mean? Like, cut the actual spectator off?
2: You know, when you get on the field, forget being a fan. Forget liking the game.
0: Got it. Cut- At the
2: end of the day, every team is going to line up with seven guys on the line of scrimmage and four off. Um, whether they go three to one side, two to one side, it doesn't matter. You can't have a good snap with, you know, less than seven guys on the line of scrimmage. Hmm. You know, especially below the college level. Our rule's are a little bit different, but, you know, high school, Pop Warner, semi-pro, NFL, you have to have seven guys on the line. And if you don't, it's a foul. We have, you know, and just to start the play, your first key is to recognize whether or not we have a legal snap. You know, if you worry about whether it's trips to one side or double-double, eye formation, it all really doesn't matter as long as we get those seven guys. And I think sometimes when new officials come in, they worry about more than we need to, as opposed to just officiating what's there.
0: Yeah, see, like this is uh, the only schematics in my head that I have to it, and I'm sure people who are listening, who are beyond the rules, listeners, and only do baseball and only do wrestling. God bless you for sticking through this. But it, the informative to me is just learning. Um, I got like when I play Madden, I understand what you're saying, and I didn't. I it's as much as I watch football, and like I said, it's my favorite spectator sport. When you say seven guys have to be on the scrimmage. What does that mean exactly? Is it offense or defense? Offense. Okay, offense. So Defense
2: can do pretty much anything they want to as long as they stay on on their side of the ball. On offense, you got to have five linemen numbered 50 to 79, a minimum of five linemen numbered 50 to 79, and then you have to have two more players on the line of scrimmage, and if they have legal numbers as receivers, then they're allowed to be receivers. If you can put seven guys on the line numbered 50 to 79, but none of them are um, eligible to catch a pass for example
0: happy wow yeah I, that's what i mean like when i that's something that you have to kind of like get quickly um i would imagine i know you say you give yourself the grace period of five years and i don't know how much grace period the sport gives you but you got to give yourself that grace period to learn it carlos um when you first started football this is one of your later sports that you started you done than re- baseball and wrestling obviously and then i think football is the third maybe right
1: yeah football was the third sport, and um so i transitioned into football because uh, like will i did play football in high school and Um, I started off as a lineman and then throughout the years transitioned to a tight end and then played on the defensive side of the ball. So for me, what was a natural position because we're all, you're saw as referees or officials, right? But then you have the different officials. You have the white hat who's the, the referee. And then you have the umpire who, when I initially started, I was on a defensive side. So right behind the linebackers. And so myself and the white hat communicate with each other. And then, you have the two wings at the end, right? And so th- those two really communicate with each other. So for me, transitioning, everyone starts, especially in, in the high school level. because That's where high school and pop Warner or pop Warner in high school. We all start as a wing uh, official, and then we, if that's where you feel comfortable, you stay there. For me, I felt that I had more of a skill set to be in the middle with the defense uh, side of the ball. And the only caveat where a lot of officials were worried about was, you know, you you can, you know, you can get hit. You, you know, you can't get contacted in the middle. You will get um, hit. Yeah, you you will. You will. You know, that will happen. So, but I just felt comfortable there. Um, at the high school level, in the PSAL, if I do any high school, we're still in the middle. And in the college level, we're on the offensive side. And then we have those different responsibilities in the high school level for public school. There's still four four officials. So I'm responsible for the whole line uh, tackle to da- tackle to tackle college level. I'm on the offensive side. So I have uh, guard left tackle. I mean, left uh, center guard uh, left tackle. Um, and then some other responsibilities if somebody of tight end shifts down. But, yeah, that's, at least for me, that's been my experience to transition um, from the wing position into the center of the field or on the offensive side with the uh, white hat.
0: few things. I mean, it makes sense. Like I said, coming at this as I feel a experience of experience is baseball and wrestling, a, a more than a adequate background of officiating and and as a viewer of football but i never played it never played it and which makes me to my other point of um i guess it's easy for you two to be more of in the field because i know this is a mostly audio podcast but you two are like you said former football players is there a sort of like like for me or shout out to Rupan <laughs> Rupan Mia who's also an, a, a football official i couldn't be on the on the field and in the action where you might get hit but there is something too being your size, right, that helps you, and we'll start where you will. Like, that at least gave you confidence beyond knowing the rules and wanting to advance because getting off the wing is – that's the beginner position. That's where everybody starts. You want to advance more. I'm
2: still a line of scrimmage guy almost 30 years later, but – Well, I just mean that's where
0: they put you, like, first. Like, that's just been at least base-level confidence. You're not going to be thrown into the middle of the field. that doesn't necessarily mean that the the position has less responsibility. It just means that, like you said, you're going to get hit. And I would imagine for guys my size, that might be something that be, you'd have to gain more uh, confidence in your ability to anticipate rather than maybe you have confidence physically. I
2: found in the one or two games I worked as an umpire that it's more of a reactionary position. You kind of let them come into your lap and just try to go the opposite way of where they're going. As a player, I was not a lineman, so I know where they're supposed to go, but my feel for how to move my feet in there is not very good, admittedly. I stayed on the line of scrimmage with the exception of the three years I worked as a referee. And I was the first black referee in Nassau County. Honestly, I didn't love it at referee, so I went back to the line of scrimmage. But Hmm. it's just your learning curve in terms of how to move and protect yourself is a lot Bigger if you've never played the game,
0: yeah, you know. I can see that.
2: As opposed to you know having played, you have a pretty good feel of what's going to happen in real time instinctively. It's the same thing in ba- you know. Not to get into other sports, but like in baseball, ground ball is shortstop, we know where it's going instinctively. We all played the game. In football, on that sweep, and you get that guy pulling for you. You have to wait for it to happen because you don't know where that guy's going. For us, we know where he's supposed to be hitting.
0: There's a lot of instinctual yeah. anticipation that goes on.
2: Oh, absolutely. More I mean, so than you know, baseball. especially when it comes to protecting yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, as somebody who, like I said, tried to – I went through a couple of – I went through all the slated classes, and I went on the field for a couple. I got the uniform, got the flag and everything. I didn't even think about the physicality that would be involved if I advanced more to a, a, a midfield. I don't know what you call a a, a a referee on the field or a white cap. It,
2: and most of your, most of the time, you're going to choose your position. That Even guy, though,
0: I was going to ask that too. Like, you can be really choosy about it, right? Like, just for where you're more comfortable with.
2: I mean, I've worked all seven positions, you know, over the course of my career, but I am predominantly a linesman, headlinesman, headline judge, whatever it's called now, and like, or a line judge. And it's, uh, you know, it's where I'm most comfortable. It's also where I feel like I'm the best, you know, of the, you know, of all the positions. And
0: well, it's kind of like you know, you're an actual football team. It's like if you were a good at wide receiver, why would you be a lineman? You know, like maybe if you're better agree. at it, maybe. I'm but there are cause... times,
2: there are times when you're moving, you know. Hell, yeah. mean, and they've tried to move me to umpire many times because of my size. And it's just, it's not something I want to do. If I have to come down to making that decision of whether or not I'm going to stay on the field or move to the middle, then we figure it out. But as long as they let me stay on the wing, I'm going to stay there.
0: Yeah, the size thing is a, a really a, – it's a, it's very intriguing to me because I'm the opposite of size of you guys. You're a de-
2: well, in college, you're a deep guy. In high school, you're a line of scrimmage guy by size. The yeah, I'd, is- I'd
0: run up and down the – I'd run on those lines pretty well. <laughs> but no matter how good I was as a referee or whatever – it would come down to my sizes, mostly where I would be positioned, maybe by the assigner, right? Like, just because that—that's just well, physicality, right? Because again, of-
2: no, I mean, you know, my referee, my my referee is actually very small. He's very diminutive. I don't want to say small, you know. He's it's okay. And my umpire is.
0: Sure, can tell me I'm I'm small. Is it? I'm five seven and one thirty five on a good day. You know, like I, I would get if it is a matter of safety i would hope my ego would never let that get in the way and i could just be judicious and use my skills
2: but it's a matter of protecting yourself and you know we do that with our feet you know we're not dropping a shoulder or you know you know knocking guys over but you know it's a matter of your footwork and how comfortable you are with that in terms of getting out of the way i know carlos can speak better to that being in the middle
0: but yeah go ahead i mean i was lost uh,
2: yeah i was lost in the middle I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. I've heard heard it a hundred, you know, I've heard it a hundred times, but it's just not something I ever got comfortable at.
1: Yeah. So on a college level, the umpire position really is changing, especially because they're now going to the offensive side. So I've seen them uh, not as as quite as large as I am. In fact, uh, I saw a posting. I can't, I don't know if it was uh, which league it was, but I know there was a female umpire and that impressed me last week, one of last week's game. But when, when you're in high school, yeah, she, she, she's doing some, some good stuff. I mean, for her to be in that position and she's getting her hands on the ball all the time, spotting the ball. But the thing that works for me and the reason why umpire position, whether it was, you know, on the defensive side or offensive side, but on the de- defensive side is because my cheat code was, I was alignment. So, you know 90% of the time the guards are going to take you to the play i was a guard so i could st- i'm going to read them first read where that where that that guard is going and generally follow follow the ball is going to follow him um in terms of the running backs because i this is where you, you, this can happen you know when you're reading you know the plays from guards and the guards you're going to see them start to do something where they're going to tell you it's a run play. And generally you'll see a hole open up. And at that point, for me, I start backing away because I know if that's opening up, someone's going to be coming through that hole. And so I'm already starting to look for, okay, which way am I going to pivot out? Because I know the play is going to come my way. Um, on a pass play, when the ball is snapped, the guards are usually going back, which tells you it's a passing play. So that now I'm starting to come towards them. And I'm also looking at my peripherals, make sure no receivers are coming over or something because they tend to pick uh create a lot of pick plays. So I try to open up and make sure I'm looking from both sides what's happening as I'm coming up towards them. Um Cole, and that's where
2: that's yeah. a lot of anticipation. Oh, uh, and I don't know this, so I'm actually asking you has RPOs changed that? Well,
1: again, right now they haven't, at least to my knowledge, haven't. Uh, but again, now we're talking about now transitioning out to the offensive side. So, in one in one scenario, I'm talking about high school or semi pros. Some it's of the semi pros, yeah, even yeah, some of semi pros <laughs> I've done recently. You know, I've opted. You know, thank God, the white hat said, "Hey, where did you want to go?" And I just felt comfortable in the middle on the, on the off- on the defensive side of the ball. However, you know, on the college side, you know, we're gonna get back to a game this week. You know, it's it's more safe. Um, you know, during the summer, we had the NYPD versus FDNY, and, and um, I was on the offensive side. So definitely way more safe than than being in the middle on a defensive side. Um, and then again, I have my responsibilities. The referee has his responsibilities, but we're always kind of monitoring that area to see what's happening anyway. But we're further back from the ball.
2: Anybody who knows me is going to laugh, but I played quarterback. And I got bigger post-college career.
0: Yeah, they wouldn't laugh. I was never case. comfortable
2: in the – Stay again?
0: I said they wouldn't laugh to your face. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> no, you, oh, they still do. Most people don't believe me, but it's. uh I was never comfortable in the middle with the big guys because, as a quarterback, obviously, you're trying to get away from them. You know, you're looking for the guys on the outside, and I'm just more comfortable out there. And I guess from baseball experience, I'm comfortable talking to coaches. So. For me, it was more of a natural fit than being in the middle. I like the idea of center judge, you know, in the uh, seven- and eight-man game. But, you know, we'll see where that takes us.
0: You said something important um, and that I can relate to across all sports. I'm sure other officials can listen to. Talking to coaches, what's the dynamic like as two people do baseball? I know that Carlos does fucking every sport. And, uh, like, what is the dynamic with, with, with coaches? Like, and how do you talk to them – you can penalize them in in ways that in baseball, it's pretty all or nothing. You know, you can't make them go back a, a few steps. <laughs> you know, like you got to throw them out. But in football, you can sort of like massage the issue, maybe, and and football's get there. easier. Uh, yeah, football's easier because the, the penalties are more um, obvious and stated. They I have a man. play clock.
2: They have something else to do.
0: <laughs> yeah. Game
2: itself is a lot faster paced. Even <laughs> they though they can't just talk with you. I mean, baseball, you can sit there for a minute and a half, two minutes, and you're going to keep going and keep going and keep going. Hey, football, if you don't get that playoff in 40 or 25 seconds, uh, you're getting a flag for delay of game, which really, I don't have to do anything to get you to stop, because if you're going to take a, a five-yard penalty for basically wasting your own time, kind of does it for you. Yeah. You know, And then if you're burning a timeout just to get out of it, you, know, you answer a question, you're going to get a short answer back because we both have other things to do. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just, you know, I don't want to create your penalty for you. And, I, and I'm not looking to miss the start of a play. So, you know, what you have there? Not enough restriction. He may come back, you know, a play or two later and talk to me on downtime. Down but we're not arguing at that point. We're just, you know, two adults having a conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Carlos, uh, from your experience, like the dynamic of – as I'm hearing, will say it's just such a difference of culture where it's almost like a baseball's got sort of relaxed, laid back, maybe like if California attitude, where football's like a New York hustle and bustle. Like, listen, I I can get my point across, but it got to be very quick and curt because if I don't, I'm gonna get penalized in another way, and it, it kind of creates this culture of you, you don't really see the sort of uh, histrionics that umpires are famous for going through. When they throw out other coach, when they throw out coaches, it's sort of like when you think of a, a, an official having conflict with a coach. I would imagine most people think umpires in baseball because there's, like I said, histrionics that go with, with it. Whereas it's football is kind of like we we all have a job to do, and then, like how long do you want to like die in this hill? Like, uh, um, Carlos, in your experience, like especially in other sports too, you do so many. Um, is football like that really sort of like you? with your coaches is really? You don't have time to dying a hill essentially
1: yeah well yeah see for me it's easier because i, I again I'm, I'm gonna be on the middle of the field one way or the other i'm either gonna be on the or defense side right so the coaches never get to me they'll yeah. never get to answer now the only time we generally will get questioned is that the uh the white hat and the umpire usually speak to the coach before the game you know that's where they'll probably will, you know we'll have more of the q a more of a dialogue with me you know anyway because i'm going to be in the middle of the field there really is no reason to come to me i find the challenge it the challenge tends to be the assistant coaches and them thinking they can ask you know all kinds of questions and and that's not uh a right they have that's more to the head coach so it's it's how do you get the coach to to uh you know we, we you know we do have a, a get back coach we may ask um, you know, for some assistance with the players. But, you know, other than that, it's, it's addressing the head coach. And as Will did say, you know, um, they, they have another play to, to call. So they don't have a lot of time to really ask. And I don't really do Pop Warner. I used to do Pop Warner. I stay away from that. And I do very, very rarely do I do a semi-pro. I mean, I did just to get ready for the college football season. And it's the same approach. We talk to them before the game, or may ask them at halftime, you know, based upon of their receiving, uh, receiving the ball, or you know, may something like that. But other than that, I really have no interaction with the coaches. So it's that's more of a will because he's gonna, they're gonna be on his side
2: either way. It's gonna be you know, his his sidelines. We're not yelling at each other as much as it appears to on on television. A lot of times, and I'm gonna, I'll say it being from New York. It's a New York conversation. Yeah. It's loud, it's quick, it's short.
0: Yeah, that's why I said baseball is more like a California laid-back, maybe not in the argumentative sense, but just the overall sport is just, look at the bench, you know, there's people, there, there, it's... There's, there. The pace of the
2: game is so much slower. Yeah.
0: And, I mean, the other half is, you know,
2: baseball is not a physical sport. So, you know, you get guys that get geeked up and, you know, you got that big play or, that, or your guy gets smoked and you're looking for a penalty on it because your guy's just got run over yeah. and yeah you're you know you're pissed off that might be your best player or something along those lines but you know football's a physical game so
0: there's more to take personal yeah and 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 understandably mm-hmm. so you have to have that switch that baseball doesn't have uh there's just different competi- competitive juices that have to flow through you and i would imagine that's part of a, yeah. a big dynamic as an official that you have to face and anticipate that 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 as pre- we're talking pre- about pre- this experience.
2: You know, one of the biggest adjustments for me when I started doing football was turning off my baseball because baseball is a lot more combative than combative the way we talk to each other. And football is just like, hey, I'm not going to turn around and yell at you and point at you like we do in baseball. You can't do that. Yeah. You know, you got that guy over your shoulder. You kind of peek over and answer the question and go on. You know, baseball, a lot of times you're face to face and nose to nose. And yeah, I, I was imagine. one of the biggest...
0: Coaches in football, when they have like they, 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 they don't even look at each other sometimes. Coaches, and we coaches. Don't, right? we, no, we really don't. Yeah. It's um, like you're talking behind to the guy behind you, and you can't, you sort of, you're the only two people who know you're talking to each other, too.
2: There have been times where I answered the coach, not realizing he was on the headset talking to an assistant.
0: Yeah. Which brings me to like a, a, a question of that, again, I'm trying to draw the, the parallels, even though this is football and that. The schematics and all the lining up stuff, and and again, it's 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 wild to me too that you, there are more positions to choose from. So I guess that makes sense that if you have you have your specialties, right? That just you you want to have a specialty. I, I do you feel that uh, that's like actually a good question because um, I don't think in those terms. Maybe I prefer the plate or the bases, right? Uh, but in football, obviously there you you have. Sort of more of a, a, a specific.
2: You're not going to have a position until you get to high school varsity.
0: No, but what you I know. mean is that, like, do you, do you want to get to, okay, like you, you've been in the get you said five years, that's a good base level. Like, do you, how long do you realize where your bread is buttered and what position you're good at? And how does that also translate to you gaining the reputation, like, listen, I could do it all, but this is where I'm better suited. Well, for me, it was day
2: one. I wanted nothing to do with the middle from the beginning. So, <laughs> I mean, know. <laughs> you know, from day one, I knew I was going to be a lot of scrimmage guy. There was, I mean, when I started doing football, I was 170 pounds. There was no shot at my little skinny ass going into the middle. That wasn't going to work.
0: <laughs> but,
2: you know, it's also some of Carlos, it's were you ever
0: 170 pounds besides when you were born.
1: You know what, man? I think I mentioned when I started high school, I was about 140 pounds, and by the time I graduated, I was 185. So So that 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 answer that. But for me, I I knew I liked the middle. Again, we started. We I started as a wing, but I knew I liked the middle because to me, the game is won and lost in the middle, in the trenches, and a lot of things are said and done there that the camera people, whoever's whoever is. Uh, whether it's a televised game or a high school game or pop Warner they'll never know what's happened and you know I'll be bra- a lot of shit talk happens in there and and I just I love it when, when when they they snap the ball and it's like crack 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 oh I'm like a kid in a candy store I love it I'm like oh my gosh and then the things that they say, but I can see clearly those blocks, the key blocks I have to watch. I can see that clear, especially on the defense. I see it right in front, everything right there. And then after the play, you know, sometimes, especially if there's a fumble, I, I got to go get that ball. And I got to start pulling people apart um, and make sure, you know, because a lot of things do happen down there. Uh, make sure I'm not, you know, getting caught up in there as well. So
0: that seems to about me, the rally, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, one well, thing I'll go, say about I want to say sorry. your motive, your what, because Carl's made a point of like his motivations to be in the middle, um, like what drew him to it. You you say yours is the wing, which um, to, uh, conceptualizing in my head, the wing is on the on the lines, right? The line or, the two
2: guys standing on the on the line of scrimmage on the
0: sideline. Okay, so not the guys who are measuring this with the sticks.
1: Those are so the, when that happens, there is uh, a system of how how things are are done. No, no, so, I mean
0: like measure like uh oh oh so those guys are just they that's all that's their only job, right? They come out with the, the sticks or they, they follow the, the play with the with the yard sticks. Right, so, so I you, yeah, go ahead. Go go ahead Will. You're
2: talking about the chain crew, they're not really on the crew. The okay. chain crew is not a part of We're talking about infield. how I say officials. This. They are not officials. Got it. In terms of that particular game. They're kind of like game day assistants.
0: Right. So they're not part of that seven that you were talking about. Correct. Okay, so the seven are the, but you can so, is a white cap indicative of any position, or you could be a white cap and be your wing position or be a white. No, cap? No, no. Okay, the a, white a hat wing. is
2: the referee. That's the guy that does all the talking on television.
0: Yeah, but I know, he, I know that that's what. he But I know that's what he does. What I mean is that could that guy do any position? He's just chosen to be the white cap. Um, like, can you be a wing white cap and and Carlos be a middle white cap? No, that cap has to be specific. He he's a specific position. Which is. Referee. Oh that's like the oh, crew okay. chief. Got that it. is the chief. Okay, yeah. but they don't okay. So the because the other names are the, the positions are more descriptive and the referee is just a referee. Umpire, position. headline judge, line what, judge. So what, what would side be judge. his descript, descriptive name in the field? Referee. Like, that's kind of why ref-
2: I try to be careful when I talk about football. And yeah, I try yeah. to say officials as opposed to referee. Because referee is an actual position.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, what is that actual position descriptively on the field? What, it, what does he look out for? Is he just there to um, uh, keep, go ahead?
2: Right guard, right tackle, uh, quarterback, punter, kicker, holder. He will pick up some of the shield on a punt. I guess running backs moving before the snap on a false start situation. Uh, but, I mean, the biggest part of his job is protecting that quarterback or kicker and punter.
0: Yeah. Obviously, so depending the, on the type the of offensive life. facilitator. Is his biggest job They're like the, the the guy who's gonna make the play on the offense? No, he, he's responsible for
2: the quarterback. If yeah. you got a roughing the passer foul, he it's his flag. Got it. For example, whether or not you know the ball's gone or the ball or he has the ball,
0: he doesn't you know, look at the ball when it's thrown.
2: Not his business. In fact, it. when I was a referee, I had I never saw a pass interference call.
0: Yeah, that's exactly. By the, time okay.
2: I, by the time my eyes came up, it was over.
0: So there's not something like, where, because I would imagine they're like the the crew chief, right? The referee. uh, But you, if you, was there a point where you both wanted to be that? Because the way I look at it is I want to be, if I'm an umpire and I'm going to continue, I want to, I would want to be a crew chief. Like that would be like the, the, uh, 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 the chief of a police force, you know, like, uh, but you have to be as in football, you have to be as a specific position. Whereas in baseball, you can be a crew chief on a four-man crew and rotate.
2: I'm going to say this for fear of offending some referees. It's my job for him to never speak to the coach after he walks out the locker room. It's my job to make him look good on film, on TV, you know, wherever that game may be, you know, getting them all the information they need to get on the microphone and make their announcement and not have to come back on. So, yeah, he may be the quote-unquote crew chief. Mm. I'm trying to run that game from the sideline. I mean, I get the the credit for it. He's just a I, I mean, I get the credit for it, but my job is to make him look good.
0: Yeah, you guys have the heart, but he's not. Or just her, the I guess. You know. yeah, I get that. I get that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to that point where you realized that where the prestige, the, the ego, the ego died in you. Cause I don't take, like, there's <laughs> sometimes where the less responsibility for me, the better. I mean, I don't know you. if I would
2: say the ego died because. <laughs> Then the Eagle like, I mean, would, me that... personally, if my referee has to come over and talk to my coach, I'm going to be pissed off. That's not your job. My job is to take care of it before we get there. Okay, Unless so then... he challenges, obviously, then the referee has to come over, and, you know, that's just part of the process. But for, you know, ordinary stuff, I don't want you outside the hash marks.
0: Yeah, I guess then maybe then the, the general culture of football that I'm not realizing, maybe it, even as players, where you're the king of your castle – and just but yet it means you're still a king and nobody's any different whether you have the, the white cap or not. Like well, you you're just the, the vessel to, to deliver the news, but we I'll all translate. I'll kind
2: of translate it to baseball. You just work the four man game, right? If you're the if you're the four man on the crew, you can still save that crew, right? Yeah. So that doesn't change. As a line scrimmage guy or an umpire or a downfield guy in a seven man, um you know, yeah, anybody can save that crew. Just because my side judge who's as far away, well, I guess this year field judge, is as far away from me as possible on the field. Hey, if I got something to bring to the party, then you got to step up and save the crew.
0: Well, I feel like in baseball, the only difference is that like the the white cap has to be one static position, right? Where in baseball, the crew chief could be anybody where I think the perception would be in, if it was translated parallel to football, the white cap would only be the plate guy. He'd only have to be that guy. That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's where it's just different where I think that you have to have the culture in football to be like listen this is what I'm good at this is my expertise and the glory and the ego is within that it's not necessarily being the the leadership is more visual as as an onlooker because the person who's telling you that what happened is and wearing a different cap but well, while more, you say
2: that the NFL does not, not hire referees
0: They hire yes
2: you're coming in at another position. They'll move you to referee.
0: Got it. But if that's you're a referee I mean, in sense. college
2: and get hired, you're going to work another position.
0: Yeah. They're going to, you could, this is what you are. This is what, yeah. No,
2: I mean, you know, if I say I'm a referee in college, the NFL comes in and they hire me. Well, I'm going to side judge or headlines or something like that. They're not bringing me in day one as a referee.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, that's you what know, I mean. There, there part has of
2: that. To, you still have to be. You still have to have that flexibility. And we talk about having pride in your position and, you know, owning your position. Because remember that referee is not going to see my, my defensive pass interference call. Yeah. But he better trust me to know I got it right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And it's, it's what I'm saying is like the, the, the mix between perception of that guy being the, the voice almost of God in a way to the, to the, to the, uh, spectators but it within the the body of the official you all, all the moving parts are as equal as they can be because like I said it's just one body and Carlos to, to as somebody who I say you 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 when you bring in your sort of uh, you guys have different motivations at least to me you think differently about um your craft and uh, like you you want to be there you want you you talk about like the grunts and the the, the grind of the middle and pulling apart after a fumble. And stuff like that, and you, uh, will talk about like parsing through the the coaches and and being more of a um seeing more of the field. I would imagine as a as a wing guy I does see more stuff. Somebody who knows Carlos more than I know will. I think that it would I would imagine that you have a more of a sense of wanting to be a white cap, and in that sense of like what you say, if you not that you don't want will or you're not capable either, but I think you're you understand your skill set is just. Specifically, that were and, and I was a that, referee. I know you were. No, I know you were. I hated it. <laughs> I
2: mean, to be <laughs> honest, I, 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 I don't want to say I was bored, but I was bored. and yeah,
1: but you want
0: you're doing more what you 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 wanted. You're you're want what I Like I said, it's not it's it's no criticism. It's an analyzer from somebody who's looking because I have different motivations too. To me, to me, I'd want to be in the position where it is the responsibility is more on me and I don't know what that looks like in football in, in baseball it's kind, All it's kind of the home plate guy and it's kind of uh, the crew chief uh, but mostly the home plate guy and if you were in a championship game, I'll, I'll put it to you this way in a championship game on any level, is it a difference between you, uh, Carlos if you're in the middle or you get chosen to be a referee versus if you got third base versus home plate any championship level, because for me, I want if I'm gonna if I get a chance to get a championship game in baseball, I want home plate You know, you I better. Want, I want, but for football, I would imagine you want the position that you're good at, right, Will?
2: Well, I mean, when you're on a crew, you're gonna work the same position all year. No. So, I mean, going but to what the do playoff you want? game.
0: Well, what would you want?
2: I don't know if it's a matter of one. You know, if you get chosen, you're going. I'm going as a headlines. I mean, Carlos knows if he gets picked for a playoff game, he's gonna be the umpire. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, that's, absolutely. that's that's yeah, so that's, that's what I'm
0: saying. saying kind of it trained you to, to just have that sort of approach. It's a different well, approach because like you rotate in baseball all year long, but when you get to the championship game, you're like, uh you don't feel like you're a third base specialist. You well, know? let me put it this way
2: <laughs> You're not getting cho- you're not getting chosen to work a playoff game in baseball because you were good at third base.
0: That's what I'm saying, yeah. I exactly. mean, exactly. you're sending your
2: best plate, guys.
0: Exactly. So I'm just and... trying to paint a picture of, like, the, the culture where it's, like, you really are sort of – You, you're, don't you want are it, your position. You could be a jack-of-all-trades, and that's good, but you are your position. Exactly. You are your
2: position.
1: Exactly.
0: That's a, that's yeah. That's cool. Like, to me, that is that is a dynamic that even in a little bit of classes that I, I had, n- like, completely new information to me. And I took so all the like, classes. Yeah.
2: I'll give you a different way of looking at it. Like, when
0: you go to a football
2: clinic, we spend so much time in position meetings as opposed to being in that big conference room. In baseball, you sit in this big conference room and you never move because everybody's everything.
0: All the information's the same.
2: Right. You know, me and Carlos at a clinic, may and I see each other for six hours at a time. Mm-hmm. You're in the umpire room. I'm in the line of scrimmage room. Yeah, you know, we may get together, you know, an hour here or there for a group session for an entire staff. But for the most part, you're in your position groups. And you know, if you don't want to be in that room, then, you know, as soon as the season's over, you better start talking to somebody and seeing if they're willing to move you.
0: Yeah, that, that this is a great base level. And I'm going to wrap this up because I just want to keep it short and concise. And Carlos, it, it's, it's crazy. Like, this is good information for me just as a, a an official who has no idea like the, the construct that, and like the, they like said, the, the it's so specific. Like you guys are, like I said, Carlos is might be, a, he's a running back and you're the wide receiver essentially, yeah. you know? And that's, that's cool to that. That's a, an extension of the game into officiating that I'd had no idea. And I hope people will listen to this get, can share in the, the coolness, at least of that insight for me. And, and Carlos, when you started this, uh, did How did that information come to you? Because I would imagine that you maybe like, I mean, you played, but I would imagine as an official, did you realize that that was sort of dynamic? You you go into it with a a blank sheet, but then you sort of figure out what you're good at. And did you know that? And when did you really figure out that umpiring was your your position? And then we'll wrap this up.
1: So, Um, The other thing that I had on my side was a gentleman named Bruce Campbell, who's uh, a legend amongst high school football in uh, New York City. And um, he was an umpire. And when I first met him, you know, I was like, man, it's a a big guy. and could move well for a big guy. You know, Um, he was a former Division One player for um, Colorado. Colorado State. Colorado Colorado State? Colorado. Colorado State. Colorado State. Colorado State. Yeah. And, um, so, but the other thing was that he actually, uh, you know, he, he played at D with Clinton, my old school. So I'm like, all right, now that's a mentor, you know, he, he's paved the way, um, Colorado so I got the Rams, to,
0: Right, the Rams, the Rams. Yes. So, so um, play, play, I got to pick play.
1: his brains, you know, and learn from him and he actually was, he's my mentor. And uh, one of the cool things was when I stepped into the college, he actually was one of the individuals who pushed me to go to college uh, because I watched him so much. Um, He gave me a lot of pointers. Um, He worked, I think, like something like 15 or 16 straight PSAL high school championship games at the umpire position. So that was one of the things, just listening to him. Um, But also when I got into the umpire position itself, I mean – you know, the first time I t- I went into the position, it was a little scary because it was something new. Because I went from the wing, but I knew I belonged there because that's where I played. So it's in, in hindsight to me, it's like playing. It's like I'm playing the game as well. I'm behind the linebackers um, when I'm on the defensive side, um, and and I can see what's happening, uh, a lot of it. Um, so it was just a natural type of thing. Um, but we also should know second position. Uh, the other thing to note is. Um, for for PSAL for high school football, and I keep prefacing the, the PSAL because PSAL used four officials. Um if the white cap goes down, then now the umpire is gonna become the referee. So um I have no penalty enforcement. That's gonna be a big part of my of
0: my uh game.
1: Do you um, take the hat so
0: off t- of him and put it on? No, i better take his hat
2: <laughs> While he's still, while he's still down.
0: While he's still down. Take, don't go right? down. Give me the hat. Don't, me the don't go down. You better take his <laughs> microphone. Yeah, take care of the quarterback.
1: The don't Look, go down.
0: That's you know. <laughs> Sorry, guys. He'll be all right.
1: <laughs> He'll be all right. But um, no, but I but I really do enjoy that position. Um, And even on the offensive side, um, and here's the thing. Um, I get to talk to the players a lot more because they're probably going to tell me something is going on with hands in the face, right? I'm on an offensive side, so it's a little harder to watch. Um, or someone, nine, nine times out of 10, someone is holding, oh. which holding, in my opinion, happens on every play, and I got to tell them, fight it off or whatever it is. Uh, but then, you know, if they're telling me, hey, someone is doing something specifically online, just tell me a number, and now I'm going to watch that even more. You know, but... um, that's that to me is a position I really enjoyed. So,
0: yeah.
1: um, when we talk about playoff, you know, I was blessed uh, the last two years on the high school side to 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 work the PSAL championship, both the uh, I guess the the cup division and then the large school division. Uh, but again, it was as an umpire, not as a any other thing, any other position, but the umpire position.
0: What is Billy Patton? He's a he's a white cap. He's right? the
1: ref. He's the referee, and. and I think I mentioned this earlier. That was one of the great things. for I had always wanted to work with him because, you know, he, he's a great wrestling official. He's always been a great wrestling official. I always was on the sideline watching him. And then to actually work with him on the field was just like, oh, man, that was just great. It was like, you know, I had been wanting to do that for a long time to work a championship game with him. And then we stepped back into wrestling and pick it back up. So that was one of the cool things. And, and, and same the- thing, by the way, same thing with Will, right? It, it, stop. Will is Uh-oh. Will is, It's not stop Will I, I told you all the time When it comes to baseball right We're going to transition back to baseball And then we can You can You can um, We can finish here Is you know One of the things Will taught me Many years ago Was um, I had the problem with Dropping the hammer on strikes
0: Oh yes And
1: I got a chance to work with The Thrill As he was known And I said Do so I got to do this He's like no oh, just point Just not slide just not, Yeah just point Really just point
0: I could point Yeah just point Okay. He was like talking shop too. We talked about it.
1: Yeah, this is many moons ago. Uh, uh, and then you know, you didn't mention Will the Thrill
0: though. <laughs> yeah, that was
1: that was one of the names he was introduced to me as. But um, but then we go around and we do a, a college uh, playoff game, and, and that to me is just, you know, like it's a it's probably small to him, but it's humongous for me. I'm like, oh my gosh. To, know, to me, it's like I'm getting to work with Will on a championship oh game. Oh my a, god! Like this is one of the coolest things ever, and then. On the football, yeah. on the football side, he he's he he is a rules
0: guy, but Will is the man. You want me he's to get you his number, bro? <laughs> <laughs> <You> no, <know,
1: laughs> thank you, Carlos.
2: It's the oh, truth. It's it. the
1: truth, man. Course, edify. So. You gotta edify. You got to edify. You got to edify. Mutual admiration It doesn't baby.
2: mean much. It probably was smaller to you so than to definitely me. A pride thing to me because I love watching. When you're not a young guy, you know, in baseball anymore. But watching young guys come all the you know go full circle and go from being you know guys you mentored or had as instruct as an instructor to now you're on the field in the biggest spots of the year and you go yeah man you know it's it's actually pretty cool.
0: Listen, sometimes uh, your investments don't come with receipts, man. They they right. take time and they, they they'll come later and they pay dividends in ways that well said. You don't even know. Well said. Well um, said. And well, you know, like that's what the. This is what the beyond is, because there's dividends paid here that I'm not even realized I'm not even sure what I, I picked up something here that's gonna carry me to football. Uh, that sorry to, to wrestling and baseball, and that's what I was just trying to capture. And you know, if anybody who's listening does also do football, they'll gain the specifics. But for me, it was just more like the the, the dynamic that the dynamic that you two share in your approaches, and without even me knowing that you there's specific positions that you have to be good in it's not a jack-of-all-trades thing it's like oh this is what i'm good at you want me to be you want you me to
2: officiate you can officiate i don't care what sport it is if you know how to manage people understand the pur- the purpose of a rule you're gonna be okay yeah and you know a lot of people don't understand that and i feel like in the world the, the art of communication is lost and wow. you know, a lot of times, our, the biggest part of our job is talking to that coach off the ledge.
0: Absolutely.
2: And sometimes they don't want to yell at their kids anymore. And guess who the closest person standing to them is? Yeah, it's us. And you got to read the room and know. Okay, he's really frustrated. All right, just take a step back. I might have to wear this. Coach, we good? Yeah, we're good. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know, and the the physical part of officiating is fairly easy. It's the mental part. I mean, yeah. I don't I can't tell you maybe a handful of times in the last twenty years, I've come off the field physically tired. I might be mentally drained, but the physical part
0: is fairly easy. You don't remember either. You might feel it in that moment, but that, that doesn't it's not it's not everlasting as the, the mentality of wanting to be better and the strain that comes with that. You know, that's but that's what, upstairs. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's it's upstairs. Yeah, but that's what sticks with you. That's what should stick with you. You know, mm-hmm. I I just did a couple of games in the goddamn heat, and it was physically taxing. But I don't remember as much as I remember the calculations of did I did I did I do the right things, and and those are the things that stick with me. And 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 I'll leave it I'll leave it at this because <laughs> I I, I want to get more granular, and I want to get it to a point where it's just you two, and I'll be. Not even on the episode, but you guys have explained it in a way that I coined the phrase, man. A good official knows the rules, but a great official knows the game. The game is is almost everything beyond the rules because you can just show up and and do the job, but to do the job right takes everything that comes with learning the scope of the game whatever game you're working in like you said and a good official can do it a good official at least understand the concept like i did everything that you're saying conceptually you want to get to the like the macro of it i understand the macro of everything but the micro obviously those are things that you got to read and you got to go to meetings and you got to go to camps and you got to do experience but that's life you that's the the micro is intelligence but the macro is wisdom and if you want to be wise learn the concepts, learn the philosophies and talk to Will Jeffries and talk to Carl's Domo and listen to this goddamn podcast. Thank you guys for showing up. Boom. Boom. <laughs>